Well, Baby T had a lot to say over the weekend. We'll talk about NC State. More importantly, Clemson is the best team in the ACC. We're not talking about football. And there were some ladies that had a couple upsets all on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us here at Locked On ACC, wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as our YouTube channel. We are on the road to 1,000. We went up about six subscribers over the weekend, which, you know, you say, oh my gosh, just six. But hey, every little bit counts. We are so close to 1,000. I can feel it coming, and it all helps by you hitting that subscribe button for us. So let's do that. As we talk through the weekend, we're going to talk and cover some basketball conversations as well from the men and women's side and who might just be the best teams respectfully in the ACC. Kenton, how are you feeling? How was the weekend? It was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. I'm, I didn't get to see my Lions play in the playoffs. You know, we just barely missed it. We just barely missed it. But, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's it's been a good weekend seeing some of the things that I've seen happen around the ACC. You know, you had your good moments, you had your bad, but I think all in all, this was a great weekend for ACC hoops as a whole. And, you know, I ask you guys every single week, how was your weekend? I never really get to talk about mine, but man, oh man, can I just have a little moment for Daniel Jones, former Duke quarterback who helped the Giants get a wild card playoff win, period. Okay, and as well, for those who don't know, I am a proud AKA, so it was our Founders Day on Sunday and celebrated 115 years of sisterhood and service, as well as my birthday. It's It's been a great start to January. Hmm. I, I bet it is. I bet it has been a great start to, to January for you. Um, and, you know, I I would also like to wish the uh, the wonderful women of AKA happy Founders Day. And, and you know, I'm going to tell you this much. I, I think that uh, I think that there is a lot of things that are are very so great ways to start off the year, start off the week for you in this episode. You know, I, I think that this is all positives for you. You know, it could be positives, but there are there is such a thing where I just feel like we have to get it out here. We got to get the fraud alert out here. So today's episode is really going to be about exposing some frauds or maybe we're being a little too harsh because I've heard that I'm a little too harsh on the ACC. So I want to make sure that I'm a little more tender this episode, doubt it. But OK, maybe I'll try to be a little more tender. We're going to start with the men's games and recap Saturday matchups, all that were pretty good pretty much more of the same, but there were a couple of new things that we have to ask some questions about. A couple of guys here, maybe there's more to be seen. Let's start with NC State. Baby T and the boys down in Raleigh decided to take on Miami Hurricanes. 83-81 to victory, and it just felt like the energy of NC State has been so different this year for the men's side. I know we were talking offline, and you said for the fact that you didn't expect the men's team to be doing better than the women's program. And that's really true because of how tried and true the women have been the past few seasons. Not only that, but the difference in the the transfers, right? You got uh, Sanaya Rivers, the number three player in the nation, transferring into the women's basketball team, as opposed to guys who are slightly less heralded uh, transferring into the the men's basketball team. 
and Jarkel Joyner and DJ Burns, who have been absolute revelations. And the big guy who got hurt as well, I can't, his name is eluding me at the moment, but um, those two have been absolute revelations. DJ Burns get received a chant in uh, the PNC arena where everybody was, you know, screaming his name and all that. And they, they Baby gave Anya? Baby Anya was getting please, some love? Please, okay. please. please. Those not, who have not Googled DJ Burns, and then please Google BJ Anya, you will, it will make sense for you. It won't. It won't it make will. sense. It because will. He's not, it will. He's not like BJ Anya at all. He is okay. a man. He's his own man, and and that's that's who he is. Or or shout out to Bigs, Big Bigs. Okay, you know, I mean, listen, both of them are are not exactly your stereotypical uh, basketball build. They've got a little bit more bulk to them. There's some linemen for sure. They're they they're more built like linemen. But that's that's where the similarities end. That's okay. Okay. where the similarities. That's meh. Let's, DJ's got a little more bounce. Okay. 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 Uh, DJ's got a little bit more of everything except uh, the, the rim protection, right? Okay. 13 points, nine rebounds, seven assists to lead the team in assists this game. He did it all. Passing out the post, running a uh, kind of uh, point forward or, or, or you know, center, um, uh, like how running the offense through him like Denver does through Jokic at times. It was It was really good to see there. Um, and I'm going to tell you this. I know that Miami is supposed to be the first thing that we talk about as far as are they frauds or not. But, I mean, I don't see how we could call anybody frauds after one, you know, one loss during the regular season, which they were down by a lot in that first half. They were down sure. by, I want to say, as much as 15 or so. And they battled back to take this game to overtime. And and um, I I don't know how you call them frauds, but – you know, this was this was a very, very good game by uh, NC State, and it was a game that I think puts not only uh, the rest of the country, but definitely the ACC if they thought that they weren't legit after the upset of Duke, after beating uh, Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. If you thought they weren't legit, well, congratulations. This game may have proven you wrong a little bit. A hundred percent. And when we're talking about frauds, definitely don't feel like Miami is a fraud because Isaiah Wong still put up 25 points, right? Miller had 13. It wasn't like your stars weren't doing what they needed to do. They don't have the deepest bench in the world. And even they, those guys were given all they got, right? So it was definitely Miami doing the best that they could with what they had. The energy of NC State certainly shifted things, but I will say, Talk about Baby T and his post-game responses towards North Carolina and Duke and sort of being that third sister that everyone really forgets about in the triangle but shouldn't because there is a lot of historic goodness when it comes to NC State basketball. Can you touch on that just for a bit? You know, and I want to I want to talk about that for a minute because I, I want to read the clarification of what he said in there and, and because so many people like to look at the clip, look at the excerpt, look at sure. the – moment and they don't really like to add context to it and so I want to add the context of what Traquavian Smith was saying here he said I feel like there's other colleges in North Carolina that feel like they're better than us because they wear blue but I just want you to know that you can come here too they have the same stuff we do they just have different courses now of course the courses thing alluding to the whole fake class scandal and all that good stuff sure but now but what's crazy about that is how old were you when that even happened, my guy? Respectfully. Like, I understand you, uh, you've you grown into and probably were told about these things, but you were maybe, what, 10 when that went down? Like, relax. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you there. But what I will say is this. At the end of the day, he clarified his comments and really, you know, further got into what he meant there and said, my point is, 
and this is directly from his Twitter. My point is you can go anywhere in hoop, regardless of history or anything else. What impact are you going to have when it's your time? All that history don't matter. What legacy are you as a player going to leave? And I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't find a, a problem with that. What is the problem with saying, hey, listen, if you want to be great, if you are to be great, it is up to you. It is not up to history. It is up to you to go be what you are and who you are. I mean, that's that seems to be a, a very good message that players would be wise to listen to. Now, with that being said, again, this is even if you were to say, oh, he's taking shots at Duke or he's taking shots at UNC, whatever the case may be, who cares? So what? It's a robbery. That happens. Drake May said that the only guys who go to NC State are the guys who couldn't get into UNC. Fun but fact. That's, that's the thing, though. I love a little spice. I have no problem with guys actually buying into and selling the whole idea of robberies because that's what makes it more fun. That's what sells you tickets. That's the whole marketing side of it to make people get butts in seats to see popcorn-ready activity. And at the end of the day, if Baby T is all hot as fish grease right now, he has every right. Beating Duke, beating Miami, and knowing that this is an unstable North Carolina team, like, come on, guys. I, I get fandom is going to make you a little get nutty and like, oh, we're going to go back to the past and try running resumes in people's faces. But what we're hearing now, if we talk about triangle teams, NC State is clearly the hottest one. Uh, who was it? Was it Paul Abdul that said, what have you done for me lately? Who who was that? Janet who, Jackson. Janet Jackson. Close, but off. Anyway. No, Janet Jackson. don't disrespect Janet ever in your life like that again. They're close. They're close. They were making hits at the same time. That was- she, okay. she, Janet Jackson was making hits since she was like four. I'm talking about two pop stars. You know what? We're not about to make this show about Janet Jackson. Please. Okay. Because you because we're not disrespecting the queen. Not, not is, their founders. What, weekend. Okay. what is uh, important. Okay. Let's make it even easier. Andre 3000. You're only funky as your last cut. It does not matter what the past has been or whatever the case may be. We're talking about right now. We're talking about this weekend on this show. That's what we're looking at. And again, NC State is showing up and showing out as of late in terms of men's basketball. Coach Keats, it looked like the clock was striking midnight. It looked like uh, the 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 glass slipper was going to turn back into whatever. It looked like the the carriage was going to turn into a pumpkin. But he's found ways, like the uh, like that movie in time with Justin Timberlake. He's put some time back on that old arm of his with these wins as of late, and we'll see if he can keep it going. A thousand percent. The fighting Keats are certainly having their way around the triangle and more. Now, today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. As small business owners or hiring managers, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire the qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. Terms and conditions do apply. We're rocking and rolling with Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack Podcast, and we're talking about a lot of good things that happened over the weekend. We won't talk about it in longevity, but North Carolina did beat Louisville. Louisville still in search of its first ACC win on the season. It's not looking really great for them. We don't have to touch about it long. All I know is Armando Baycott is a much 
UNC is a much better team with Armando Baycott. He is essential for that program. But I also like seeing some of the bench guys get a little more run. Shout out to DeMarco Dunn and Dontrez Styles. Good to see it all around. We talked about Pitt. We talked about Pitt and Georgia Tech. Pitt beating Georgia Tech 71 to 60. More of the same for Georgia Tech. Not really figuring things out. As we shift to Virginia and Florida State, the Cavs taking on the Seminoles. And it was more of the same. Free my guy, Caleb Mills. Free all my dogs in Tallahassee right now. It's looking real grim. But the game of the weekend seemed to be Clemson and Duke. Number 24, Dukes traveled down to Clemson, South Carolina, and got punched right in that mouth from start to finish. Clemson telling us that they are the best team in the ACC when it comes to basketball, because I know you all had that on your bingo card, a 72-64 to victory for the Tigers, all led by our guy, Mr. P.J. Hall with 26 points. My goodness. Clemson is not a fraud. You know, I'm going to say this. I When we talk about who's fraudulent, who's not, the first thing that comes to mind is what is the criteria by which we're using to determine whether or not you're fraud, right? And for me personally, I'm going to say uh, what my, my personal view of are you a fraud or not would be are you living up to, below, or directly at your expectations for the year. Because if we're talking about how many teams could realistically win the conference, then we're talking about maybe, maybe five teams that aren't fraudulent. Maybe that. But the rest, you don't know. So would you say Duke is fraudulent? Oh, extremely. Extremely. That team, if you get them away from Cameron, they're they're cooked. They are... (laughs) Um, they're done. Stick Unfortunately, the ACC championship and NCAA championship will not be in Cameron, so it's going to be a little, little dicey. Yeah, no, that, that team is very fraudulent. Um, I'm in the, And here's the thing. This is no personal vendetta against Duke. I know a lot of people after the basketball season are like, oh, he's just upset because he had to pay out money because Elko was good. Listen, I don't hold grudges over things like that, especially not over no money. That was candy money. It's all right. But I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot be a team that is one in three and be expected to be. I mean, you weren't even a dark horse for the conference. You were one of the favorites. You're one in three away from your home court. Like that's that's fraudulent. That's fraudulent activity. At again, for me, it's not about just whether or not you win the conference. And honestly, I don't see them winning the conference. But I'm saying if you're talking what they were expected to be coming in. Frauds. Frauds. <laughs> well, I want to do a special shout out. Not only did PJ Hall play really well, but Brevin Galloway, formerly of Boston College, with 17 points on the day. And it just feels like, again, everyone is doing their part in Clemson. And, and when it's time for certain guys to shine, it seems like everyone is just rallying around the troops and figuring it out. You know, Hunter Tyson is normally the guy that we talk about mostly here this season. And unfortunately, he didn't have the greatest game of the night. But Sometimes when you have a superstar, you could just elevate and elevate your game to just do just enough to make sure that superstar shines. It's always a good night for your program. So Clemson takes on that victory, continues to be the number one team out of the men's side of the ACC. Syracuse beat Notre Dame 78 to 73. Don't have to belabor that point. Notre Dame, whoo, honey, you know, every day is a little bit, a little bit further straying, straying further and further away from the light. But it was Wake Forest beating Boston College 85 to 63. And I'm just going to sit here and say, when we talk about fraudulent, I don't feel like Wake Forest is frauds either. I really feel like this is a team that if rubber met the road and we talk about ACC tournament time, they could put themselves in a pretty good position to be semifinalists, 
darn near finalists, but they get the right bracket. The fans in Winston-Salem often say, we don't get the love nationally because of our name, because of who we are, because of our name, because of who we are. And in this case, I agree. This is a situation they're not fraudulent at all. This is a team that is everything that they're supposed to be and a little bit better. I, I When you look at how they play so far this year, it's hard for me to look at them and say, oh, this is a terrible team or, or this team isn't as good as what they were supposed to be. I mean, if you look at some of their losses, yes, they've had some ugly losses, some downright nasty work type of losses. <laughs> but, but with that being said, I mean, at the end of the day, this is a team that coming into this year, losing a ton of production, you think to yourself, this is not going to be a good team. This is probably going to be a retooling year for them. And yet they're sitting at tied for second in the conference. So, you know, it's it's hard to say that this team is, is fraudulent in any way, shape, form, or fashion. As we round out the conversation around frauds in the men's side of things, is there anyone else that you want to call to the carpet and say, hey, listen, you might not be fully fraud yet, but you're you're borderline. Oh, yeah, the, the boys and baby blue are frauds. Complete total fraud. Fraud. <sighs> I just Wrong. knew that. I knew that was the Wrong. first team you were going with. Oh, I don't just worry. Knew it. There, are other, there are other teams. Please, but it was just it's how how the F was just so strong, right? Wrong. Like, you just had there's to get a, it out. There's another team that many people please. are not looking at. No, 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 but, no, no, no. Let me know. Why are, why is UNC Frauds? Please tell us. Enlighten the group. Oh, enlighten the group. Okay. um, They are one big guy being hurt away from being not just like a, a like middle of the road team, like a bad team. A bad team. One big guy and, away from being an NIT. And NIT? NIT? And, and here's the thing. NC State is also there. NC State is also in a spot where one DJ Burns goes down. Ernest, no. Ernest Ross played amazing last game. You cannot count on him to give you what he gave you last game every game. one is pretty good. But, yeah, he is. He is. But he's not what Burns is, nor is he going to put up the numbers that Ross did last game. But, now, this was a team. That came into the season, and let me tell you why I'm so upset. And I'm not even – people think I'm happy to call them frauds. If y'all go back to the first episode of Locked on ACC where we were talking basketball, I my thing was USC – I mean, UNC is as good as everybody believes they are. This is going to be one of the best teams in the nation. They fooled me. <laughs> I was bamboozled, hoodwinked, run amok, led astray by Hubert Davis and these frauds. I was led astray. I was led astray. And here's another thing. I talk about, you know, hey, what does this team do on the road? How does Duke look away from their home and all that good stuff? Duke has a better winning percentage away from Cameron than UNC does away from their home court. Duke also has a better record against teams that are ranked in the AP or USA Today top 25 than North Carolina. Worst worst of the three triangle teams in terms of record against top 25 teams, in terms of um, in terms of what is the word I'm looking for right here, in terms of in conference play as well, frauds. 
I hear you. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and more, you can go to BetOnline.net to set yourself up pretty nicely. Also, they have sports podcasts, and you can bet on the action of how well some of your men's and women's basketball teams are going to do for the rest of the season. They have all of it for you. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. So we're finishing up here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Talked a lot about these men folk here, but it's time to switch gears and talk about the women. Had hold a on, lot hold of- on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Before we talk about the women, can I just get off one more fraud? I just need one more fraud. Just one <sighs> My more. God, please, 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 please. People going to give this team love again because of their name. And I know some people are going to be upset at me for this. And some people are going to say, well, the national media isn't even talking about this team. The Syracuse Orange, everybody believes that they're going to be able to turn it on come tournament time and all that. Frauds, not gonna happen. Not. I think Joe Girard is doing an excellent job. I think he is. They don't have. I think Jesse single... Edwards is doing an excellent job. I don't think that they have a quad to win. I, I'm not sure if they have a quad to win yet. I I think that they might have one, but that is a fraudulent team. They are okay. going to struggle throughout the year, and I don't believe that they win two games in the ACC tournament. Proceed. The year's almost over. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I still don't still don't see it. I, who is their most impressive win on the season? You tell me. You look through okay, their wins. Let, and me, tell me who... let me let me let me let me do you one. Let me do you a solid. Let me go ahead and look. Let's look. You want to go back to December, November? Where you tell like me start? whenever. Tell me from the start of season till now. I give you carte blanche. Tell me all of it. No, November was a little tough. November was a little tough. Mm-hmm. You know they figure figure things out. You know had some strong wins against schools that remain seem to be nameless. Mm-hmm. Okay, December, December. You know we were working through things. They they beat Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Okay, they beat Wake Forest. Okay. So, unfortunately, so they lo- okay. Unfortunately, they lost to Believable. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they lost to Believable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They beat Pitt. That's a quality win. That's a quality win. They beat Clemson. Another quality. I think I'm looking at the women actually. I was just about to say you can't be looking at uh you can't be looking at the men's because they didn't lose to Louisville. They did not lose to Louisville. Oh wait, but, hold on. It's okay. It's okay. Let me they did that that was definitely the women's, but it's fine. I was I thought we were switching oh, gears. Let don't me don't worry, we got we got 15 teams or wait, how many teams is it in the ACC? No, I, I wanna see. make I wanna make sure I make sure I get this right for you. Make sure I get this right for you. So including including Notre Dame for basketball, we got what? 13 teams? Is it 13 or 14? 14. 14. 14. Okay, 14. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, so right, tell so me, who's the best one? Right now, if you look at December, it was um, Boston College. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm. The, mighty, beat, mighty, the mighty, mighty Eagles. Go ahead. They beat Virginia Tech. Okay, okay. okay. Mm, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is 1-5 in conference. Mm. Okay. okay, okay. They beat Louisville. They beat Louisville. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't beat Louisville? Louisville is one of the worst rated Kempom teams in the history of the Kempom in terms of uh, power five. They, they beat Notre Dame. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Notre Dame. Mm, the mighty, mighty Notre didn't Didn't Notre Dame just get their, what, first conference win of the year against Georgia Tech? They have a strong road ahead of them for the rest of January when they face off against Miami. They had to face off against North Carolina and Virginia, you know, to end January. So mm-hmm. there's opportunities for quad two. Opportunities. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they don't have some opportunities for quad one. I just don't think they'll get them done. I just don't think they'll make it happen. I don't see it. I don't right. see it. Everybody not... says that Bayheim's gonna circle the wagons. I don't think so. I think the wagons are circling him. I think it's time. Bayheim, it's time, buddy. It's time. You've been great for so long. Go on and let that go. Go on and go. 
Go coach. You know they got Bayheim's army in the tournament. Go coach them. Go coach those. Listen, the fighting Bayheim seem to be strong though right now. But we could just can we can we move on to women? Are you oh, still, you still need to get this out? Women. We can move to women. I'm sorry. I just I wanted to get out more frost than just the boys and baby because I didn't want this to feel like a UNC NC State podcast. There are plenty of teams in the ACC who need to be talked about, including the fraudulent orange. Proceed. <laughs> when it comes to women. The Virginia Cavaliers beat Boston College 66 to 50. A good Boston College team, but you know, Virginia is right up in there. Like we always talk about on even given night, you got to play your best ball when it comes to women's hoops. Louisville figured it out, figured out how to get another good win. They beat Florida State 82 to 75. They needed that bounce back after Virginia Tech because Lord knows they, Haley Van Lith is cool, but it's like we can, once we expose her, it ain't much, right? She averaging 20-plus points per game. But, you know, Florida State always putting up numbers, has a great offense and all of the things. I just think this was an essential game for Louisville to win. You know, I look at this game and I say to myself, this is Florida State kind of coming down off of what was one of their best shooting games of the year. If you watch their game, um, again, I, again, I hate to make this feel like an NC State podcast, but if you watch their game against NC State, it was very clear they were hitting everything that was uh, that they were putting up. And so you kind of naturally believe based upon that, at some point in time, you're not going to do that again. Like, it's very likely that the next game you may struggle because, again, it's not you're not hitting open shots and, like, layups and nobody's playing defense. It's literally like you're, the team is there, but – you know, you're just hitting and hot, and they, they kind of came down against this Louisville team. But credit to Louisville. Louisville made it tough on them. Louisville made it very hard for them to breathe. And also, uh, Haley Van Lith is the, the star of the show, the big name of the show. But in this game, Morgan Jones was the one who made it go. She was the the kind of the heart and soul, um, kind of the the engine that drove the, cha- the train in this game with, you know, 10, 25 points. 10 rebounds, three blocks. I mean, she did a little bit of everything. And when you're that good and that efficient against a team like Florida State, you're going to put yourself in a great position to win. And that fourth quarter, they truly took off. It was a close game. They were neck and neck. Florida State goes into the fourth with a lead. But Louisville absolutely dominated that fourth and could not be stopped from the floor. And that's why they came away with it. For sure. Shout out to Mojo. We got Notre Dame taking on Syracuse, beating them 72 to 56. They're rolling again, feeling like they're getting themselves back into a nice groove. Clemson beat Pitt 72 to 57. Miami beat Wake Forest 55 to 43. And we talk about Duke beating Georgia Tech 65 to 47. Really wasn't a game. The game of the weekend for the women for Sunday clearly was NC State, North Carolina. Hate it for you guys. Sorry, this is that show, but NC State and North Carolina played each other, so we got to talk about it. The Heels at home beat NC State 56-47. to Offense was optional. You know, shooting wasn't great on both sides, but UNC was able to pull out some clutch threes towards the end. Destiny Adams doing the damn thing and, you know, just figuring it out. Really playing some sound defense, but I, you know, can't take away from girls like Diamond Johnson and crew who really, you know, at the end of the day, they play tough. But it's something about North Carolina playing that North Carolina that always stumbles the Wolfpack. This North Carolina State basketball team, I hate to say it, we talking fraud alert. They're frauds. They number 11 in the country, beating, getting beat by number 22. 
And we know Carolina it's is good not, for an upset. It's not just about that. If you look at okay. their last, if you look at their last, uh, I want to say six games, they're two and four. They lost to Duke. They lost to Boston College. They lost to Florida State in embarrassing fashion. This team right now, the energy isn't there. The effort isn't there. And then when it's winning time, our players look like they don't know how to get the wins in. They don't look like they know what to do. And it's so it's so disheartening because um, this is a team that is full of transfers and all that, and you look to the seniors to lead them, and the seniors aren't doing so. Now, on the UNC side of things, Utsby was a energy and effort machine. She put out the type of uh, a Draymond Green-esque performance that shows you that is championship basketball. That is how you win ball games. 18 rebounds. That's how you get the job done. But not only that, just the way that she ran the court the entire game, making it really, really hard on NC State in terms of getting good transition defense because when you're getting back and recovering, if you have a big running down the middle of the lane, you obviously have to pay more attention to that than the shooter on the wing. It would it just so happened that the shooters on the wing were missing for virtually the entire game. But in the fourth quarter, when they start to hit, things start to go bad for the pack and quickly. So, again, don't want this show to feel like a, a Wolfpack and UNC show, but this, this game was one in which it was very – very clear very early it was going to be a, a dog fight throughout and nc state's players right now they don't have players who know how to win or who look like they know how to win in winning time right now i really feel like it's any given sunday for women's basketball because right now i want to tell you oh yeah it's gonna be miami the greatest team oh yeah florida state they're gonna figure it out oh yeah virginia tech all or nothing like every single week you can make your case for each program and why you know things could shift which, you know, if anything, y'all should get excited about a really strong ACC tournament from a women's standpoint. But there's a lot of good basketball left, but a lot of shifts that could happen between now and then. And, and let me say this. For the teams that I did call frauds, this is not just applying to NC State women's basketball. This is applying to Syracuse. This is applying to uh, the boys and baby blue. This is applying to any team that I called a fraud today. There's plenty of season left. There's plenty not, of- not, not you knocking them down trying to do a pep talk. Uh-uh, that ain't how that work. Listen. I'm trying to be nice because, see, that's the problem. That's your problem, Candace. But you, you know, and let me just say this: when what y'all come in my say? comments and say I'm too hard on the ACC, don't care. What did they say on uh, on Remember the Titans? What did what did the uh, coach that was already there say? Every time you come by, you cut the legs from these players. Sometimes they need a little encouragement. Sometimes they need to be talked to nice. So let me tell you this: mm-hmm. Gerard and Game, the Fighting Bayhives. Let mm-hmm. me tell you this, the fighting Hubies. Let me tell you this, the you fighting. Also called West- Duke frauds. Okay, just to make sure. The fighting Westmores, the fighting Shires, all of you. Let me let you in on this. There's Encourage a ton of it. there's a ton of ball left. There's a ton of ball left. Remember where the boys and baby blue were last year at this time. What were they looking like last year? Exact same thing. A bubble team that everybody's like, are they going to get in? I mean, they're probably going to get in. They should get in. But they got in the tournament and went on a run. They got in the ACC tournament, went all the way to the championship, secured their spot in the NCAA tournament. And then what did they do when they got there? They won a lot of games, got to a natty. That's all it takes. 
Okay. That's all it takes. You don't have to be the best all year. You don't have to dominate all year. You've got time to figure it out. And all of these teams, except the fighting Bayhams, I don't believe in their talent at all, have the type of talent that I believe can get the job done. Every team does. Every, every one of these teams has that type of talent, except them. So with that being said, I mean, I, Bayham may be the most experienced coach out of the group. He may have the best time in terms of uh, amount of times he circled the wagon. So that works for Syracuse. But all of these teams, you may be on fraud alert right now. But thank God the tournament ain't January 15th. Thank well, God the tournament ain't January 20th. You still got some time before you got to go into your respective NIT, NCAA, or ACC tournaments. Well, thank you, Pastor. Now we can take the collection. If you guys have not yet followed or subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do that. Make sure that you follow us on our respective channels. Come back tomorrow as we talk through and preview some of these ACC men's hoops and women's hoops games. And I just think that it's going to be a good week. It's a good shakeup week. I can feel the energy is going to shift. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.